Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm Welcome to a Cigar Hustlers Podcast, episode 30, where we take a closer look at the people of the cigar industry. Sit back, get ready. Here comes the show with your host, Mike and Mike. Ah, so you can't hear, you don't have the headphones on, but the music is fading out. That's and then gone. we're fading in? Or we don't fade in yet? No, no, we're in. We're, we, we come in when the music fades out. Also, and you already have that cued this time. I already have it cued this time, but you don't have headphones. Very nice. But you're not the producer. Fuck no. I'm the producer. You are the producer. All right, so ready to go. One, two, three, go. Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Mike, too. And this, this is, is a Cigar, Cigar Hustlers, Hustlers Podcast. podcast. Advice just... from the Hustler Edition. Oh, this isn't an advice from the Hustler Edition. Oh, it's not advice? No. Nope. We have a third format going now? This is a special surprise edition. Oh, a special surprise edition. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. But before we get into that, yes. Um, let's talk about the week. I didn't have a very uh, busy week at all. Really? Well, nothing really over the weekend. I mean, uh, all the events that I talked about last Tuesday happened. So let's I talk did, about that. I did Cigar Castle. That was a lot of fun. How was that? It was good. Uh, Atul has a nice shop there. Huge, huge humidor. Yeah. If it's a cigar and uh, he doesn't have it, they don't make it. That's not true. <laughs> okay. yeah, that, that, that is slightly true. Because there's a couple that he doesn't have that I know off the top well, of my head. Well, you know, I invited you to come along. You could have peddled your wares. I was fucking busy. What do you no, want Tuesday. from me? There's two of you. Either one of you could go. Well, why didn't you have the cooler brother go? I did. He went Thursday night, but that's, that's a different thing. How'd that go? Uh, evidently, Winter Park is seasonal. I did yeah. not know that. And this is the down season for Winter Park. Okay. It's a snowbird type thing, which most Florida has, but I didn't realize uh, Winter Park was seasonal. So oh. uh, Thursday night, it was me, Greg, Josh Fabello, Kat, who works there, uh, some younger guy, and um, Dakota. That was really about all that was there. Oh. Okay. He had some walk-ins come in, buy cigars, and leave, but eh, we just sort of hung out. We had a good time. Greg and I talked to Josh for three hours-ish. I mean, it's more of a weekend place, too, you know? Um, well, they normally do, like, a ladies' night on Thursday night, or they do a wine or a whiskey tasting or something, and it's standing room only. I mean, I, I've been there before where you're sitting on the planters. Right. So, but this time, I mean, just, he said, no, he goes, we're dead till, like, September. Oh, well, that's right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Everybody goes back to school. People stop going out. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. So that, that was your fun and adventure for the week? Um... Yeah, nothing uh, Nothing Friday. Wife came home Saturday. Uh, that's about it. Very exciting. Uh, you know, can't all be, uh, you know, rock stars like you. Ah, uh, yes. Jetting around the globe. Ooh, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about that rock star adventure that I yes. had this week. A tale of... Uh, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, burp, burp. my brother-in-law is in the Air Force, and we had to drive him back to North Dakota in his vehicle. So uh, him and I did the 27-hour drive to Ooh, North Dakota. That long. Um, you almost swung in a, did you hit Missouri at all? A corner of it or something? I don't know. Maybe. I think you and Adrian were actually in Missouri briefly for the same month, for the same day. I can tell you two things. One is he never saw Chicago, so we stopped in at Chicago. i never seen Chicago. Kind of out of the way. A little bit, but it's all right. A little deviation. That's, what I think, that's where I think you hooked through the corner of Missouri. Maybe. I honestly don't know. 
But um, but you know, Can got you read to, a map. Do you know how to read a map? What's a map? Uh, well, before they put these things on your phone, you used to have to unfold them. See, I don't. And they would go everywhere in the car where you're trying to figure out where to go. And see, I don't fuck with shit that's obsolete. You children and your. What if there was a device, as my my friend would t- say? What if there was a device? Well, there's a device that have all your answers on it. So, uh, so shout anyway, out went to Chicago. Shout out to my boy Connie at Blue Havana Smoke Shop, in Chicago. Is that the one you brought me back a present? Uh, that was one that you asked me if I brought you back a present. Yeah, no present. But I did not no bring you presents. a present. No, he was no, like no right presents. up the street from Wrigley Field, which is pretty cool. So we got to drive so by there. No presents from Wrigley Field. Either. No presents. No for Cubs you. hats. No Nothing. White Sox hats. Whatever team plays there. Zero. You're lucky I knew it was baseball. Point zero. No gifts for you. <sighs> never. I give you enough gifts. Never a gift. I give you gifts all the time from here. And if I don't give them, you just take them. Take them. I'm about to get that coffee out there on the counter. There's, what coffee? The the coffee from Nick Malino. Oh, yeah. Go keep meaning to take that home. One more day, it's mine. <laughs> That's the Just deadline. so you know, tomorrow's the day. So, you know, what's really kind of funny is a lot of people think that there's that being on the road is just all out fucking awesome when you're in the cigar industry. Because, you know, we uh, we checked into an account, right? So, right. Uh, we can ride off the trip. But <laughs> but here's the deal. Thank you, Uncle Sam. I don't know what you're talking about. So um, so here's the deal, though. Yes. So we we go we we pull into Illinois. Is that a town or a place? No, it's Illinois. Oh, uh, you I don't know how the fuck French. you French. You know, Illinois. 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 Anyway, you pulled into the state. Yeah. So you know, and then we did the we did the, the Connie show. There was like Lollapalooza going on, so shit was kind of crazy in Chicago. Lollapalooza. And then, um, as, you know, as you start to leave, you, you got to stop off somewhere and eat, right? Right. That's what Big Daddy and I always do after our little adventures. It's imperative that you stop somewhat early. If not, you're hitting a fast food joint, right? Right. Yeah, I hate doing that. So we pull off at an exit, and I don't know if I'm in Illinois or fucking wisconsin or whatever I, but i see like, like missouri borders i don't know fuck i don't know where we i have no idea where we were because you can't read a map we established this earlier but i can tell you that it was starting to get late yes and we needed to eat something it was dark it was scary so people are speaking funny languages up yes yeah they do they do which is, yes they do i know which kind of threw me off as well i'm like where am i yeah you were in chicago on saturday right uh-huh. And then you had to fly out Sunday? In North Dakota. How far is Chicago from North Dakota? I noticed that, and I'm like... I think it's like 10 hours, 9, Ooh, 10 hours. Couldn't a little close. Yeah. Yeah. We pulled in around 4 a.m. To the base? Did you, oh, did you get to stay on the base? No, we didn't go that far. It's, we stopped at Fargo. Oh, Fargo. Don't you know? Don't you know the Fargo? So, um... So, anyways, so we pull off, and there's this place, I'm, and I can't really read it, the writing, as I'm like... What the hell is ground and pound restaurant? <laughs> and he says, no, nah, it's ground round. This is what oh, it says. Oh, I've heard of ground round. I was like, oh, okay. So it's kind of like, um, what the hell do we have here? That's a, like Duffy's, you know, like a sports bar. Oh, it's a sports slash bar? Slash restaurant thing. But from this this point forward, I will call it ground pound. Ground pound. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so we go there, get a salad, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. Take a piss before you got to go, right? And do your business. Use the facilities. Right. Take use, advantage. Don't have to make a second use, stop. Exactly. Get some gas and stuff like that. So That's go right. go to use the facilities. And, like, the urinal had vomit 
that was that was sports bar that wasn't from the same day. Oh, this was like caked on somebody. Like, I'm not cleaning. Right, I'm not you cleaning. Clean you I'm not cleaning. exactly. So then I'm like, wait till Phil comes in on Sunday. He'll clean it. So then I just question the, the meal that I just the had. The cleanliness uh, of the entire joint <laughs> becomes obviously. a question. Yeah. the whole place is a question. Right. right? And um, I'm like, you know what? I'll just go. That will never be sponsored by Ground Pound. Uh, nope, never gonna happen. Oh well, we're never gonna be sponsored by anybody, ever. Because that's I'm not. Looking, I'm looking for somebody with a name. Today's sponsor, Mountain Dew. <laughs> Please that's enjoy a nice, ice cold, fresh. That's diet a lie. Mountain Dew. Stop lying to the people. So I was like, all right, well, we'll just go to the gas station and I'll use the bathroom there. So go to the gas station. Isn't that terrible when the gas station is the cleaner alternative than the restaurant? Oh, it wasn't, my friend. <laughs> it shouldn't have been. There you go, pushing your luck and jumping to conclusions. No, I, that was unusual that you have to go to a gas station for. Cleanliness? Yes. Well, I did not. Opposed because to a place where they make food. When I walked into the gas station to use the bathroom, someone had taken a massive shit and exploded it everywhere. It food poisoning, maybe, from the restaurant. And he Met, from, from the ground and pound. From the ground and pound. He just got sick there and then got to the gas station. Oh, this is never going to make it home. So it was, it was, needless to say, it was... Quite the episode endeavor. thirty, the poop and vomit episode of Cigar Hustlers podcast. But like, when you go and check in on retail shops, if you got to use the restroom, it's, sometimes you want to make sure that you're ready before you walk in the door. It's not like yeah, you want to come. Hey, in. Hi, how you I doing? Gotta, Phil? I got to take a piss. I got to go to the know. bathroom. Sometimes though, it's unavoidable. But you know, yeah, yeah. if you can avoid it, right? You want to avoid it. Is that? So take the advice of the hustler. <laughs> <laughs> Pee yeah. before you go. So, yeah, I mean, it was 27 hours. It was a daunting task, and um, I'm glad it's over. Uh, yeah, that's what I got, right? Yeah. So so here's this special, special? podcast. Special podcast. Um, right, we need sound effects. I feel like there's like a dun-dun-dun. You need like a soundboard. Yeah. As soon as we get sponsors, man. Don't worry. <laughs> you said we can never have a sponsor. Exactly. Soundboard brought to you by Behringer Sound Equipment. <laughs> I'm just reading names now off of the equipment. So stop that. So, um... I don't know. This lovely MacBook Pro is working great for GarageBand. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see Apple fund that. <laughs> um... <laughs> anyway... So yeah. So anyways, so I think this. So this person. podcast, I'd like to interview a special person. Oh, uh, see, I figured this would become eventually. And you know, this guy is—he's in the cigar industry, right? Outer, outer edges, but yes, go ahead. The uh, the outer realm, but the you outer, know, he has—he has some some experience. Okay. And uh, I think today I'd like to talk to uh, Mr. One Mike Palmer. Oh, if he was only here. The president of the Florida Cigar Club. Yes. Who also runs a Florida Cigar Club Club Cub group, right? Yes. Well, it's all—it's one of the same, but yes. So, um, so why don't you say hi to everybody, Mr. Palmer? Um, well, well, hold on, he'll be right here. <laughs> there he is. Hey. I mean, you're really excited about a soundboard. I do. I really want a soundboard. So, anyway, hello. Uh, my name is Mike Palmer. I'm fifty-something uh, years old and been waiting on you all day long to do this. Okay, go ahead. Ask yeah. fire away with the questions. So, my first question is. Yes. What made you want to get into the cigar industry, my friend? Well, the original plan for the club was not to be in the industry, really? as per se. Yes. Um, my wife works for a school system here in Florida, uh-huh. and I, wor- I worked from home. 
So she would come home in the afternoon, 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I've been sitting there doing emails, spreadsheets, occasional phone call, and I would want to speak to someone, a human, because the dogs looked at me funny all day long. <laughs> when I would just speak to them. So I would, uh, she'd walk in and go, so how you doing, where you been, where did you have for lunch? Uh, I had a sandwich, and um, no, I didn't get dressed today. I still got my pajamas on. That way I'm ready for bed in about an hour after work. So. Anyway, she goes, you got to get a fucking hobby. There's something, you've got to find something else to do, something to fill your days and monopolize your time. Right. So then I started the club. Actually, I joined a different club. I don't even remember the name of it. It was a club out of the Midwest. Uh, what was that? Uh, Cigar Club Lounge, actually. CCL. Ooh. CCL. Uh, but uh, since they were out of the Midwest, they had like 5,000 members. It was all over the world or whatever. Right. You never met up with anybody. I wasn't any better off than I was sitting home by myself to start with. So do you want to talk about what you do for a living and why you get to work from home or no? Um, well, I think we've mentioned that before, but I don't mind. No, I set up factories in uh, China for U.S. and Canadian companies. So if they've got something they want made, I, uh, I run the order. I've got people that work for me overseas. I have an office. And they do uh, they do most of the work over there. Okay. I go over once or twice a year. Used to be I used to have to go like eleven times a year. So the hours with that, uh, I'm mainly busy in the morning from anywhere from like six to maybe eleven. That's the emails that came in overnight from China. Right. So I go through all those and uh, and shuffle them off to different customers. And then in the afternoon from like three till seven or eight, uh, it picks up again where all the information that came in during the day has to be shuffled through and sent back over again. Okay. Uh, there are some uh, 3 o'clock in the morning stuff, uh, 4 o'clock, depends on what's going on. You might have to stay up for a phone call or, you know, if I'm 50, so there is at least one trip to pee during the night. You check your emails during the <laughs> night. And, and if I answer them overnight, it could save 24 hours. It could mean the difference between, a, uh, you know, an order going out on time or an order not going out on time. I like you in the hot seat. This is nice. Oh, I don't mind at all. Okay. I don't mind. I mean, this has been coming anyway, so. So, you, you had that. So, uh, anyway, I joined the other club. Right. And uh, still wasn't meeting anybody. Still didn't have anybody to hang out with. Still nobody to talk to during the day. Was, right. You know, I, I might as well have been sending emails because it was just Facebook stuff. Mm -hmm. So then I asked the guy, can I start like a chapter of the CCL? Be called the Florida Cigar Club Lounge. I think is what it was. Uh, he said, sure, not a problem. So I spun off. Started my own little Facebook group and everything. And then it grew and it grew. And then he got kind of mad and kicked me out. He kicked you out? Yeah, because it was, was very successful, and uh, it, it was uh, doing more than his did because his was just a Facebook group. So he gave you the boot. He gave me the boot. What's the guy's name? The you want to put him on blast? No, nah, I don't remember his name at Come all. Come on. What's his I, name? I, I don't fucking say it. It was four years ago. Club's been going on for four years now. You were the keeper of things. You were the so, remember of everything. No, nah, I, I can remember where things are, but names, no. Nah. If your name wasn't Michael, we'd be calling each other Phil and Bob all day long. <laughs> I think that you remember. You just don't no, tell No, I really don't remember his name. I did meet him one time. He did come to Florida for a vacation or something. Is that before did, or after he kicked you out? Uh, before. It was before. It was before. Did something happen there in no. the interview? No, no. I went in the hangout it was just, or whatever? You know, Hi, I'm Bob. Hi, I'm Mike. Here's a couple of cigars back and forth. And I got to go now. My wife's waiting in line at Space Mountain type thing. It wasn't like a long oh. interaction. So you met at Magic Kingdom? Over that way somewhere, Disney Springs, I think they call it now, downtown Disney. Sosa's? I don't know, yeah. Actually, um, two days ago was the four-year anniversary of the first Florida Cigar Club Herf or meeting or whatever you want to call really? it. Really? Yeah, it shows up on Facebook, Facebook uh, memory thing. It was me, my son Alex, a guy named Sean, a guy named Rodney, and a guy named Tony. And it was one other guy. I don't know. But the only people that are still in it now are just me and Alex. Everybody else has uh, moved on for one reason or another. No kidding. Yeah. So, so you built this thing. So I built this thing. 
and we had originally after you got booted. After I got booted, and we originally thought, well, we'll get to fifty. Fifty be a good number. Right. Fifty guys across the state, we can meet up every once in a while. Fifty will get. We'll be good at fifty. And then we we passed fifty. Then we're I not. mean, realistically, after fifty, how many nudes can you possibly send to individuals? Well, there's there's no nudes. We have rules. We have standards. <laughs> um. So anyway, then we thought a hundred. We'll stop at a hundred. Right. Not a problem. Hundred. Two hundred. Okay, three hundred is just ridiculous. But we'll stop at three hundred. Well, as of this weekend, we're five hundred ninety-one. Wow. Ninety-two percent uh, participation because you have to participate because you do get kicked out. That was going to be my next question. So, yes. what makes yes, to, what are the requirements for being a Florida the, Cigar all, Club okay, group the, member? The, the basic rules. There's like five basic rules. There's uh, PG thirteen rated content and pictures. Right. Uh, cigar related post photos. I mean, I don't care if you you know cook ribs for dinner. But that's fine as long as you threw a cigar in the photo with it. That's okay. Right. Uh, no buy selling or trading. Right. We have another page where you can do that stuff over there because I don't want to. A lot of groups you log in and it's you know I've got this fiver for sale or I'll trade you something for this. And right. Yeah. And then um, you have to post or comment once every two weeks. Mm. We uh, there's a small group that we vote on all the rules and we decided on that. It seems reasonable enough. I think it does. Yeah. Because the deal with the club is we want to get to know you. It's a, it, it started originally as like a small family you know, type group. Right. And it's grown from there. But if you're just coming in and trolling, looking at pictures, we're never going to know who you are. Right. Don't adjust the buttons. Don't I'm not touch, don't touch my board. I'm just right here. My hand's here. He's touching the board. If this goes off, it's not my fault. <sighs> he turned my mic off for a minute, but it's back on now. <laughs> um, so like I said, as of this weekend, we're, we hit 591. So we'll hit 600 next week without any problem at all. And we have decided now when we get to 1,000, which will probably be the end of the year, we're going to lock the door. And cap it at 1,000. Cap it at 1,000. But since people do get kicked out, I mean, it's anywhere between 5 and 12, depends on what's been going on, because I, I have to check. I check every Friday. Right. Um, which is a task with 1,000 people. But anyway, when it drops down to 900, we open the door again until it gets back to 1,000, and then lock the door. Nine, okay. 1,000, 9,000. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we've got f- f- four admins now. We're gonna have to add another one. We're gonna have to add a fifth guy. So, um, and we have anywhere between uh, two and seven events uh, every week around the state of Florida. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, when did you start it? Four years ago, June seventeenth. Four years ago. And when did you uh, when did you find Cigar Hustler? I don't know exactly. I don't remember. It had to be about three years ago, maybe. Right. Because we used to live in Lake Mary, and I would go to Corona and hang out and started trying to work from there. You know, cause it's hot to smoke outside at home. Right. And I can't smoke in the house, no matter how much pleading and begging and air filtration systems I offer to put up and stuff. So anyway, uh, I started going there once, twice a week. They've got those wooden chairs and the wooden tables, and right. it just wasn't comfortable. Wasn't a good experience for you? No, no. So I'd come here once... Twice maybe and met you. Uh, actually, Rodney and I came over here the first time, and uh, then we moved to Deltona. I was five minutes away, so started hanging out one day, two days, three days, <laughs> every day. And then I got a key and an alarm code, and you guys went to Nicaragua, and I changed the name of the building outside when you were gone. And yeah, so at this point, you pretty much have full on access to everything. That's uh, yeah, I, I come and go as I please, which I really like. Right. I mean, I I'd rather you didn't pay me, and I could just come and go as I please. And I mean, a lot of times you like you have to work earlier than when we open, right? 
Uh, yeah, there's some days I'm here at 8 o'clock if I got a lot going on. I mean, I could sit at home and start working, but then I just got to pack up at 10 and come up here. So. I feel like you talk faster every time we get on this podcast. I had a donut a little bit ago, and I'm a little wound up on the sugar. Holy moly. Um, but I'm real comfortable doing these things now. I don't know. Just, That's good. Uh, you know, I'm glad yeah. that you've gotten, uh, yeah. gotten comfortable. So, uh, yeah, I'm here anywhere between 8 and 10 most days right. in the morning. You guys open up at 10, so I unlock the door at 10, and somebody shows up. Maybe they don't show up, you know. Yeah, you, you're you scheduling ha- snafus, and then I'm the only one here for a while. And you have the ability to run the register here, and you know where a lot of products are and stuff yes, like that. Yes, yes, I, I could probably do everything except the uh, online orders, and if that's any, because I used to help with the wholesale orders, and I figured it's, it can't be much different. It's than very that. similar. Yeah, so just be a matter of knowing what websites to go to and stuff, I guess. So, what was your first cigar that you ever had? When I was 18 years old. I guess that cigar. It was uh, those Outbacks that come in the foil packs. Yeah, it was Outback. Is that and that was when you knew? Um, I was hanging out with some guys at the time. At the time, I worked at Kmart, and we were uh, ooh. Uh, I've, I spent many. I ran. I ran Kmart for a while. Uh, a Kmart. But anyway, I was uh, 18 years old, working with a bunch of guys, and it was in Michigan. So the garden shop closes its seasonal up there, right. patio area, and it becomes Christmas storage. So we were transferring it over from. Patio, I guess, the Christmas storage. I guess that's what it would be called. And uh, they're kind of rednecky guys, you know, driving forklifts and driving around in trucks and stuff. And we'd go out for lunch, and they started smoking, so I started smoking. And before you know it, I was hooked. You're a cigar guy. Yes. And then you go from those, you're like, oh, these aren't really that good. No. So I, mean, I don't remember what my first cigar was. I have no idea. Cigar, cigar. Actual real cigar. Right. I have no idea. Probably Monte Cristo White or something. That's what most people right. usually start with. Your regular core line stuff. Yeah, you know, brand name stuff. Romeo, Julietta's, Monte Cristo's. I can't wait till we get you one of these lighters. The flat ones. All right, make no noise. Yeah. I think it's like the Verona or something. I don't know. I was, I was talking so much that my uh, cigar went out. That's awesome. So, shoot, what's the next question? This is fun. Yeah, this is fun. So, you find your way to, to from Lake Mary to here. Yes. Right. I I like to think that, you know, you came in the shop a couple times. I found you on Instagram first. I think is where I found you. That's where I find a lot of people. Yeah, and I mean, I'm literally a mile and a half behind the shop. Right. It's and I feel fun. I want to. I can check in on social media f- that I'm at the shop and still be at home. I feel like you joined, you moved, just so you could be close to the to the store. I feel like that was the whole thing. Well, you know. My wife thinks it's because she was working in Seminole County. Right. She went to work in Volusia County. Oh, yeah. It's just which little, is just crossing the bridge. Right. But it saved her some driving because the school she was originally at is close to the If that's the, the, the story you want to we'll portray. Sure, we'll go with that. I'm that okay works. with that. That works. So um, where do you see – so you aim, you're aim. you aiming for FCC to have 1,000, then you're kind of capping it. Yeah, we're going to cap it. Is there anything else that you want to try and implement in the future for the FCC Cigar Club? Um, we've done a couple of cigars over the years, kind of under the radar, right. you know, club cigars. I don't know. I've, I've talked to a couple of different people about doing a, a legit Florida Cigar Club cigar. Yeah? Yeah. That's something that could possibly still happen. I put it on hold there for a while. I had I had one all picked out and everything. We were negotiating the price, and uh, it just, all the FDA stuff just made it harder to do for a guy starting out with one cigar. Right. So, but there's some people that have uh, approached me and that I've I've spoken to, and uh, they would. Uh, I don't know exactly how to work it. We haven't quite got that far down the road. Where I, I guess it would be half something before the predicate date that they might already have that I could 
use or call my own or a blend or something hmm. before. Who knows? Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like your your big goal for? Uh, for the club. Because, yeah, I mean, we've done shirts. We've done hats. We've done, you know, swag of different kinds. And we have all these events all the time. And everybody gets together and hangs out. And, and when you guys get together, like, especially for, like, Tampa Cigar Bash or something like that? Yeah, well, that's our biggest event every year. There'll be 50 to 60 people. And there. you're all wearing the same shirt. All wearing shirt. the same shirt. So it's, it's like a sea of Florida Cigar Club walking around that Yeah, thing. it's a pretty big presence. Yeah. You're kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Well, we have a uh, we have permission to tailgate before the event, so we set up outside, and uh, everybody has to drive through us basically to get in. So that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's always fun. And then everybody stops and says, "Oh my god, those people are fucking tailgating." Yeah, right, exactly, right. And we, I mean, some people bring food, and we bring drinks, and right. bloody marys, and mimosas, and we just have a good time. I really hope that like another Florida cigar club comes out. It's like a different abbreviation, like. Um, Florida Cigar Association, and then there's like, oh, and, the, and there's some kind of like, like West Side Story gang wars or some shit. Oh. You know, like we tape you guys off, and there's knife fights and shit. There, there was a a small coup attempt a couple of years ago for uh, uh, president of the club. Yes. Yes. Ooh. But that, was, that was quickly crushed. Oh. <laughs> yes. Very nice. Yeah, they wanted a somebody mutiny. else to have a chance to run the club. Right. Nah. So is it kind of like Nicaragua, where everybody had to vote in one specific spot? <laughs> I for rallied you. support for my from for my regime, and uh, it was legitimately ran. Yes, it's really more work than people think it is. Too, they think you know I'm sitting here and people are throwing cigars at me all day long. That doesn't happen rarely. Right. Well, I think that that's the and general conception of everything in the cigar yeah, industry. Yeah, yeah. They think you're just sitting around smoking and uh, hanging out and stuff. Right. Yeah. No. Or you know, an obligatory podcast that you have to do every week or right, something. Right. You know, content, 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 content. Wow, so that's uh that's really cool. That's a pretty cool story you got. Um yeah that's pretty much it. Start to finish. Uh there's several uh brand owners that are in the club. Right. Uh, almost every rep in Florida uh who reps anything is in the club. Right. And we support them and follow them around and you know, fill the seats when they have events and stuff. That's cool. And they're good to us, so, you know. So you'd think that, you know, if you're a rep or a broker or something, or even a, a brand owner or manufacturer, you would do your best to promote something specific through the FCC if you're in Florida. Yeah, they're, um, it's starting to become more of a thing, the cigar clubs as a whole. Uh, a lot of brands are asking to do stuff with cigar clubs that they didn't used to do. Right. So, yeah, we, we get several uh, people that want to do something with us at reach out and make contact and somehow want to do something so other than your regulations that you have implemented in the group what and obviously facebook groups are so vast at this point oh they're everywhere what do you think really kind of makes your club head and shoulders above the rest uh, well i don't want to say we're better than the others okay but, so uh, but we do require you to participate which from what i understand nobody else does right uh, we only let new members in one day a week because otherwise it would be people coming in every single day. Right. So we do that. And uh, uh, we've got a lot of members that are retirees, let's say. So they, they are very active. And they'll notice, let's say, like, say you post it all the time. Right. And then you disappear. Something happens. They'll check on you and see what happened. We've done that several times. Oh. I'll get a message from them. I go, hey, uh, Mike, stop posting. You know, you know what happened? So they'll reach out and find out, you know, his mother's been sick or... You know, he had a death in the family, or he lost his job. We've had a bunch of guys that, that have uh, fallen out of work, and they'll go, well, I just, you know. 
I don't know. They, they, they think you're going to get kicked out, yeah, because they can't afford the cigars. First, you don't have to smoke a cigar to be in the club. You don't even have to post a picture of you smoking a cigar. Uh, every Saturday, we welcome people in. All you have to do is welcome them on the post, and that covers you for two weeks right there. Right. You just have to take the time so to do it. So just some level of engagement. So, right, right. I mean, we've gone, we've taken up uh, cigar collections and sent them to people before. They're done on their luck. Right. We've done that. They'll get an anonymous box of all sorts of different types of cigars and stuff. Just a little note that just says Brotherhood with the Florida Cigar Club logo on it, and that's all they never know. Very so, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you put a lot of work into it's it. It's a family. Yeah. We take care of each other. We try to, at least. Very nice. We've got a lot of clergy and stuff. I mean, I've been to I've been to funerals. I've been to weddings, their kids' birthday parties. My wife sang at one wedding. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big thing. Well, what'd she sing? It's a thing. I don't know. Whatever song they requested her to sing. I don't know. It was up at the Panhandle. We drove up for the wedding, and she sang as the bride walked down the aisle. Really? Yeah. Here comes the bride. I don't think that was the song. It was some <laughs> song they had chosen. Nice. Yeah. So you you are a big deal, a legit Florida cigar club big deal. Small state. Small state. It's a lawless swamp, but it's not a small state. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I have five questions for you that I'm going to need. Five questions that I'm going to need from you. I didn't bring my book in here. I don't know what the five questions are. You definitely know the five questions. You're the producer. Who would I like to smoke a cigar with? So the first question. Yes. <laughs> What one person, living or dead, would you like to smoke a cigar with? Yes. What one person? You know, I thought of this the other day, and I forget. I forget who it was. It's so be. different when you're put on the spot. It is. You know, I've, I've said that question to twenty people, probably. Right. You know, at least, and I had something the other day, and I forget who it was going to be. Uh, I don't know. Let's just say Arnold Schwarzenegger. He comes to no, mind. No, let's not just say. Honestly. No, he comes to mind. Uh, Kim Jong Un. That'd be fun to sit and talk to him. <laughs> you can only pick one, Mike. Okay, I'm doing with Kim Jong. Kim Young, Kim Jong, how do you say his name? Why would you pick Kim Jong? I think he's crazy, and I think he would be sitting there very elite. This, you know, and I go to China, so it's not like I, I couldn't come up with stuff to talk to him about. But right. he's just crazy. I think I think it'd be funny. Go, I'm in charge of everything. I, you know, who knows? Just be interesting. Okay. Wow, that was a big gulp. Came right through the headphones. Did it? Yeah. Awesome. So King Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. All right. Yes. Uh, what uh, what fictional character would you want to smoke a cigar um, with? Now, he doesn't smoke cigars. That doesn't matter. Yeah, Tarzan, I think. Tarzan. I'm a big Tarzan fan from when I was a kid. Really? I used to watch the black and white TV shows on Saturday mornings and stuff, and, you know, he's yelling and the monkey comes running up. I, I feel like Tarzan's a cigar smoker. It's just not televised. <laughs> it's not televised? It's like, no, no, no. Bad for kids. No, and I watched the, uh, the Tarzan cartoons and all that stuff when I was a kid. Huh. And uh, when, I, when I've got the My Boys moving stuff, uh, uh, Bull Mangani is what in the cartoon he used to call an elephant. He'd go, Unk, Bull Mangani, Unk. So when my boys are moving the heavier stuff for me, I'll go, Unk, Bull Mangani, Unk. And they look That's at it. me. I'm like, this guy's fucking crazy. Dad's crazy. Dad been drinking again? Yes. Yes. The probably. answer is yes. More than likely. <laughs> so what made you want to become a producer for a Cigar Hustlers podcast? You asked me to help you. Oh. That was it? You're my friend. Um, we've done uh, podcast-ish things with the club. Uh, we used to do a, I used to do a video show where uh, it was like a little news show, about f- five to ten minutes long, and industry people did the introduction. Then, you know, they get to plug their cigar and right. say, welcome to episode two of whatever. So I've done bits and pieces of this stuff before, and, and uh, it's just kind of fun. Cool. Very yeah, cool. It's fun. We got to meet a lot of good people, a lot of nice people, a lot of people I would normally have gotten to meet. I mean, right. when am I going to run into Steve Saka at the grocery store or something? That's now, true. Now, Fred Rui, I could run into him at the grocery store. That, that might happen. All right. Happen. <laughs> or Robert Holt, maybe him, but, you know. Robert Nick, Holt? Nick Molina. Robert Holt? 
Southern, Southern Draw. Southern Draw. Southern Draw. Well, I've, I've met Nick here at the shop twice, so. Yeah. You know. All right, what's your third question? Hold on. Because I don't have them. In front I, of me. I don't know what the question We're running into the music. It's about to start playing music. Okay, you can't hear it, but there's music playing in the background now. But I can fix this later. Oh, okay. But you can hear it, so it'll be... I can hear it. But so... I'll turn, I'll turn the music down. Okay, anyway. Uh, so what's your I, I third remember, question? I don't remember the other questions. It's been so long since we've done one. Um, uh, what one cigar... What's your favorite cigar? Favorite cigar? Uh, it's the Chogui uh, Regusto. The Chogui. Chogui Regusto. Why, the music's kind of cool when I hear myself talk over the music. <laughs> so... <laughs> wait a second. got to know the other, the other other questions. Oh, no, no. I know. I'll fix the music after. It's just a technical problem I'm having. As right, but what are the other questions? Um, well, we did the favorite cigar. Yeah. There's only one more, really, isn't there? We did uh, who would just person, favorite cigar. You said that one twice. I don't remember. I don't know. I Come on, I man. Have, I don't have him with me. Oh, wait. Hold on. I think I have him in my phone. Fill, fill the time. Talk amongst do, yourselves. Do, do, do. I mean, I've already so talked. So South Dakota, you said you went to South Dakota. No, I went to North Dakota, North and Dakota? I already talked about um, shit and caked on vomit on the <laughs> urinal. I mean, what the <laughs> hell is Jim going to talk about? Mm. I mean, Connie Shop is very nice. Blue Havana. S O C K S. S O C K S. Oh no, I don't have any more. They're just written in the book outside. Hmm. So make up questions. Just throw two more questions at me, random things. Man, I'm I'm not prepared for that. How did, how did, see, that was the one problem with me doing this, is, and I was worried about that. It's like, I don't have the questions on him, but I didn't want to tell you. You didn't want to tell me beforehand? That I'd need the questions. Hey, you said, make sure you grab your book so we can take notes. So. Question <sighs> limiter, Dad. Fictitious favorite cigar. I don't know. We're going to go out there and read them after this is over. We're going to go, oh, right. fuck you. That was it. So that's it. That's it. That's all you got, huh? That's all I got. I don't know. Well, hey. I know it's pressed up against the microphone. I appreciate uh, you. But thank you for interviewing me. That was different. I appreciate you coming out for the uh, for the interview today, oh, my well, friend. Oh, well, you know, not a problem. I'm, I'm here anyway. You're uh, you're a great friend. I, I've been here since 8 o'clock this morning. You're an ex- um, I got a question. Yeah? Uh, why did you choose me to do this podcast with? Because you're one of the most reliable people I know. Oh, that makes sense. You know, when it comes... I just want to hear you say something nice. There are three types of people in this (laughs) world, Michael. You have your model individuals that excel without ever anybody having to ask them to do anything. With the the wig and the whirlwind. I'm sorry I missed all that this morning. There's new terms going around the shop. You have individuals that have potential that would need that guidance. And then you have your slapdicks that do absolutely nothing and would really don't have any concern for anybody else's well-being. You, my friend, fall under the category of a model. Eh, it's just because I changed the light bulb in the bathroom today. Well, not only that, but if I asked you where anything is in the shop, you could tell me. Isn't that weird? No. It's, I think it's kind of weird. It's actually fantastic. Well, I'm sure it is for you, but it's kind of weird that I know where, where everything is. Where are my keys? <laughs> and then you know where they are. Which is his fucking bar none. It was funny today. Davey goes, is there a tape dispenser somewhere in the office? You go, no, no, not at all. Five minutes later, I walked out with the tape dispenser. Exactly. <laughs> Need I say more? Wait, there's one. It's shaped like a dog. It's gold. So, uh, so yeah, when it comes to looking at it for a task or developing something, I think that uh, you have a, a talent that not a lot of people have. Oh. How much longer do you want to do these? What? The podcast. 
Forever? Forever. Until I sell the oh, store and I echo. fly off into a... Forever. And into the sunset. Oh. I have no idea. We, oh, then we, you're going to ditch me. I'm going to be sitting here talking to the new owner. No, I'm still going to... David, be, I'll be talking to David. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going anywhere anytime soon. But no. I think what's important with the podcast is consistency, right? And you got to hit yes. it every single week. You got to hit it every single week. You can't just quietly let it go away. So... All right, let's wrap this up then. We're at f- almost 40 minutes. Perfect. This is longer than a Nick Molino interview. Certainly wow. longer than the Island Gym interview. Yep. Nope. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Thank we'll you. We'll see you next week. Bye. This is the operator with a collect ball from Emory Jones. To accept the charges, press 1. Now. That's it, folks. Show's over. If you have any questions or suggestions for guests, leave them on our Facebook page at Cigar Hustlers Podcast. You can follow the show on Instagram at Cigar Hustlers Podcast. You can follow Mikey at Cigar Hustler. And you can follow me, Mike, at Florida Cigar Club underscore Mike. Remember always, please rate, review, and subscribe on whichever of our providers you use. Thanks for listening.